This is the Podcast Derby, a Blacklist podcast for this week's episode, The Cook, number 56. I'm Brian, and he's Dave. In silence. <laughs> I, I don't have anything else for you. <clears throat> he lights fires, all the fires, and I don't like spiders. Oh, yeah. No, I, I put down, nope, 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 Joro, nope. nopo. Nope. nope. Those spiders <laughs> Joro, are not Joro, getting nopo. in my car. <laughs> Dembe can go drop him off. <laughs> yeah, sure. I dropped him off yeah. in the river. Right. <laughs> they never got in my car. They're still sitting back at the parking lot. <laughs> I'll let the birds eat them. Exactly. Yeah, nope. Nope. So yeah, we return after a brief week off for a eh, episode. What'd you think? I I wrote a lot down about this. Yeah. Uh, about this episode there was kind of a um so first off it started off with uh a cover of johnny cash's uh ring of fire by wall of voodoo which was actually the when when i was a kid that was the first time i'd ever heard that song mm-hmm. so i was like oh uh, yeah. so i mean i i love that song um it's been been covered countless times that's probably one of my favorite covers of it um, nice. i mean there, there's nothing like the original but that is a good as a, as a classic because they really we don't need to go into music but yeah. also very fitting um for you know you know ring of fire for oh you know, yeah uh, you need the, that for I, this episode uh you I, yeah. they're always good um music selection Who, whoever do, is in charge of the music on the show has always we, been we pretty almost good. need to do a like a season ending go back through each of the seasons and do the music for that season uh, I mean, it's uh, maybe I'm, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's something we can pull up a list of what songs were used. So uh, yeah, it'd be yeah. cool. Because there's definitely been some good stuff in there. Um, I was hoping the spiders would play a bigger part, other than just being the number four. Um, yeah, they kind of ended up being inconsequential. Uh, they were just. <laughs> I mean, the, the number was great, and giving the late the mom in the background just glaring at him the whole episode. I love the mom. <laughs> mom was awesome. Yeah, actress. Uh, I didn't catch her name, uh, the actress, but didn't didn't break, didn't blink at all. I don't think. Well, um, well casted to do that. <laughs> what? What? Why is she glaring at you? Right. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's what everybody notices when they come in the room. <laughs> may may have been. My favorite Navabi episode, um, just because it was she, it wasn't centric on her, but everything she said was pretty important. Like a, yeah, I, I don't want to meet here anymore. Crime pays, and it makes me uncomfortable. Um, yeah, and it, it was probably the first episode in a while where they gave her some personality. Uh, even yeah, and, with the thing with yes, RM, adorable. yeah, uh, with the arm being cute <laughs> and all that, and made me want to throw up, but. Uh, yeah, just giving her a little bit, because she she's fairly background character. I mean, she could be anybody. Her her, her relevance is very low, uh, in in the scheme of the show for all the characters that we have. Uh, and you know, just to give her something, I guess could be building up to an episode that's more centric to her, just to remind yeah. us of who she is. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's typical writing. I mean, it's either that or they're just trying to give her some more work yeah or they'll make us really start to like her and then they'll kill her which is a possibility i mean the the 
the other than Tom dying, which I don't think you and I believe he's dead. Uh, other than that, I don't see. Uh, you know, they, we haven't had anybody go in a while. A, a main character. So, uh, well, we had Tom. We had Mister Kaplan. Um, sure, sure. I mean, we've we've had two in the last season plus one but nobody um, on the uh, and nobody in the task force i mean since season one so it's it's been no. a, the task force has been pretty safe and if you're going to have a show like this and you want to you know show this what the, how real the stakes are you know sometimes losing a character helps yeah so, uh we had uh so with our blacklister this week i mean he was i don't want to say insignificant because it was a vehicle to get uh c thomas howell in the show yeah, as Earl Fagan, who's the former arsonist that Red he's I I, needs. I wrote down he's going to be a big player. I mean, obviously, uh, going forward, I mean, he was um, and he was fairly insignificant in the episode. I mean, they they brought him into the room twice and he showed his skills, and then he got released on parole. But you don't you don't cast him, you know, th- this type of person, you know, right. another Brat Packer. <laughs> from the 80s so you know spader's bringing yeah. in all his buddies to play and yeah. uh you, you don't you don't cast that role with that actor if you're not going to utilize him i mean he's been widely known in recent years doing like asylum films so like i think he's like an owner of that studio so he does all those trashy remakes and has something to do with those but uh i didn't know that he's been uh, off the radar for a while but i liked him I, I liked uh there was there was two things about him we got to see we got to see his his arson skill we got to see his general chemistry macgyver skill pulling that receipt off of the right the table yeah um, he's just sitting there doing his thing he's sniffing stuff and he knows yeah he's, he's a expert chemist and yeah. we got to see that so and he's i think he's gonna be really i hope he's gonna be fun uh as as part of red's um, yeah, no, I'm trying. Can't. I'm trying to get you know because at the end, uh, Red obvious. There's a history. He started to say, you know, if it's about that fire in, and he didn't uh, get yeah. a chance to finish that. Uh, so, but Red wants to use him for a fire in the future. He'll we'll be in touch. So, did he kill somebody important to Red? Because Red doesn't seem to necessarily like him. He just ve- sees his skill set. I don't think he killed anybody. Or did something he, that affected Red. Yeah, he, he hurt Red. You know, he hit him in the pocketbook. Sure. Um, uh, I, I mean, it. he would not be out on parole after 11 years if he had been a if, if former... Was, right. Uh, uh, if he had killed someone as, a, as an arson. And, I mean, he was a cop, right? Or, you know, he was an arson investigator. Right. Uh, I don't think he was actually a cop. I think he was like a fire marshal or something. Um, mm-hmm. So there's no way he would have been if if something he had done had led to somebody's death. Sure. Um, but, but that doesn't mean they don't that something didn't happen. There's a time. I mean, he clearly knew Reddington <laughs> yeah. when that window rolled down. He so. hurt Red somehow financially, most likely. Yeah, they know each he other. He knew who he was. Um, or does Red just utilize him for what he needs and then kills him? Red doesn't. Red doesn't do that unless he unless that person's a threat, like right. a true, honest to goodness threat. He doesn't he doesn't just kill somebody because they're of no use to him anymore. That's not mm-hmm. his mo. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I mean, he'll he'll do it if they're a threat, and he thinks, okay, I've used you, and now if I let you go, you will come back and kill me. Then he'll do it. But you know, right. that's, but not okay. You, I, I consider you harmless. You can go on your way. Um, yeah, very similar to our last episode with the the Nathan Lane character. I mean, easily could have found a way to kill him too, but left yeah. him alive to be captured so that you know we could see was, him again. I so. hope he comes back um, because yeah. he was he was brilliant. I mean, as a as a villain, he was a, a just smart guy. There's a lot of love for that character. Reading reviews and all that, it was it was a well received episode. So and and. You know, it was a heist episode. Yeah, it was. It was a fun. And, episode. We talked about that last week. We right. hadn't had one in forever. It was just. It was a good old fashioned heist. It was awesome. Yep. Um. So uh, as far as the arcing stuff, we have uh, you know the, the mom and her fifteen and a half year old kid just got his learner's permit, who's a, a computer genius, uh, pop culture nerd. Way too much Star Wars in this episode. Uh. <laughs> it, it actually, I was fine with it. But they kept doing it just to show how little Red knows. Yeah. Red knew. And Red doesn't know um, the face thing. And the what? <laughs> the face oh, thing. Oh, the face thing. Yeah, I wrote that down. Um, yeah. And, and that would have been fine. But, like, you can't. So, here, Darth Vader is a more recognized icon on this planet right. than Jesus. You're probably not wrong. Yeah. Uh, no, I am. I'm. I'm. I know. I'm correct. I've. I've yeah. seen this. It is. He. You can. You could. Because people will go. Oh, that's. You know. They'll. They'll see a picture of Jesus, and it's just some white guy. You know. Uh, where Darth Vader is is a recognized icon. You know what I mean? Right. Um. When when you go and do crazy, you know, bush country type things, stuff like that. You get into big cities, and most people will know both. But I mean, you get kind mm -hmm. of into, uh, you know, rural China and India and places you know that are non-English speaking and stuff like that. They're they're going to recognize Darth Vader. They've seen um, movies, but they so, don't, they're and, not. And Christian, that was like, so. eh. but I can understand Red not understanding some of the lines. But he's um, heard of Darth Vader. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he, you should have heard. I, of Darth I don't Vader. think Darth Vader came up, but he was talking about Yoda. You know, he's going to recognize. Sure. You well, know, the little um, green guy. I mean, if he, yeah. And I guess I can get that. I mean, I mean well, I, we also got to realize, and just a slight tangent here is that you know, you and I are of the generation that grew up on Star Wars. But, you know, talking to some young kids now who are, or not necessarily kids, but people in their 20s, some of them didn't grow up with Star Wars and don't have never even seen it, which is baffling. Oh, I've got, that's a, that is a whole other yeah. episode. <laughs> but, um, but, but what I'm trying to say is, podcast area, we'll talk about that on there. But what I'm trying uh. to say with Red <laughs> in, in that sense is that, you know, if, because uh, pop culture is on his radar in some sense um but for some reason well, he knows not he knows music yeah. he knows art i mean um right and he he knows all of this stuff there's so uh, yeah that was that was a little but i love how they worked the whole jedi mind trick it's like i don't know what that means right um, uh, no it was a constant you know, it was like, like well you just did it um <laughs> it, it was a gag that got a little overkill like i wouldn't mind it if they touched on it early and then circled back around they or if they it, circled back around and red actually made a reference as if yeah, I knew what you were talking about all along, or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, just, just the whole silly. the whole uh, Palpatine type, you know. Yeah, sure. I was here the entire time, you know. Right. Um, However, Aram got to say, "I have a bad feeling about this." 
Oh, he did, yes. didn't he? I didn't. I didn't put that together. Brilliant. Oh, so uh, that was definitely uh, to tie in. What, who the... do we? Was there some other tie-in? Was the director tied into? I looked up this director. Any of these people? And... Any? None of these people were in the movies. No. Um. I mean, the the director's name. I mean, I was waiting for this one to be Andrew McCarthy due to the name of the uh, due to um see Thomas Howell being in it. But uh, no. Uh, the director. I don't know him from anything. His name was Solvin. He had a nickname, Solvin Slick Name, uh, and he's just a Solvin Slick Name, N A I M. Like his, he had like a L A. Yeah, he, okay. yeah, um. he had in quotes <laughs> Slick. Uh, looking through, he's done TV. He's done episode of Blind Spot snowfall and that's it so don't know him from anything has he been in star wars no so now looking at his stuff he's nobody Not yeah the, the closest nobody, tie-in but... i can get kind of doing six degrees is the kid's name was tadashi which was the name of the older brother in big hero six which was part of the technically avengers universe which is marvel which is disney which is star wars you're getting, I mean, that's you know that's right. that, that's as close as I can get. You're um, getting it all from us today, uh, yeah. as much as we know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this guy's got no bio that attaches uh, to any of that. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so no, 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 nothing there. So anyway, uh, all right, what else you got? So uh, nitpick: if we have any car buffs out there, like hardcore car buffs. Like '60s muscle car car buffs, they will they will probably get annoyed with me on this if they heard this. <laughs> Candy apple red, right, is never used on a Honda. That is a very very specific hot rod color from I believe Chevy's in the '70s or excuse me in the '60s. It's very. It is a very very unique color not very, candy um, red candy apple red right a very um american color yes yeah um uh, so I, and i was just like no you don't have a honda that's candy apple red, especially from a rental place you may get some crazy kid that went out and spent a fortune because to do a, to do a true candy apple you know um right type color you know it's it's not a cheap paint job so any other car buffs out there back me up on that please you know that if you're yeah is that unusual? candy red there's candy red and there's candy apple red. and candy red's a little more matte compared but candy apple is a very slick and did they um, say what kind of honda it was or just a honda i i i i, I doubt they had they any civic? level of accord they... to be able to do that yeah. so um <laughs> all right uh yeah so that that kind of got on my nerves um the what'd you think of the tech from the kid i mean he wasn't doing too much other than just trying to trying to hack into this eyeball yeah not nothing um, crazy that... there i mean reverse gps it and yeah well <laughs> yeah you can't really do that um and that's not really how a GPS works. Right. Um, so it's like, hey, I know what we're into. It went to that satellite. Right. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that, you know, GPS is a satellite yeah. thing. Um, so you can't really tell what's looking at you. Um, so yeah. anything can do it if they know what the, what the base is. Uh, mm -hmm. So I had, 
I had more of an issue on the tech at the the final house they went to that was the staged house. Um, and they didn't. So there there was a server rack in there that was full. Right. Um, and I couldn't quite tell trying to get the layout of the house, but it looked like they may have been on a second floor. You can't really put that on a second floor. It, I mean, a full server rack weighs a lot. You know, thousand pounds. It looked like it was um, in the kitchen. I thought it looked like they gutted a lot of the like part of the kitchen and just okay. tucked in the uh, corner. But still, it's, it's it's one of those things like it's like a waterbed, right? Like mm-hmm. you can't put something like that. I mean, you don't put it in the house anyway because of the pure amount of energy and raw power it's going to pull out. It will. It, something like that, fully blown, is gonna is gonna blow every circuit in the house. Heat too. You need um, a, you need some serious cooling to keep that cool, right? Uh, well, in the, in the winter, it just opened the doors, right? right. Um, I mean, it was a full rack. If it was like, a, you know, the rack itself probably only weighs a couple hundred pounds, but as soon as, you know, each one of those servers in there is hundred pounds and they stack and it's 42U and, you know, and right. um, so it, it can easily, easily get to, well, you know, pushing 2,000 pounds. Um, now, now, the interesting part about all this is that, you know, clearly the data is gone, but that's not what they care about. They're just trying to find out who's behind this because, again, they don't know who Ian Garvey but, is. They, yeah, I mean, they're going to do the exact same thing the kid did is, okay, we have, where did it come from? He went to a serial number. They're going to trace this kit right. back to their serial number. I mean, they'll, kind they'll of the trace same thing. Whoever built this custom you know, server. What rack. was it doing? I don't care what's on it. What was it doing? Um, right. You know, follow the tire tracks type stuff. Um, I, I, and I guess I'm, I'm trying to figure out how, how long are we going to go on with this? Uh, I, I we, we have an episode next week, and then I think we got the break for the Olympics for a couple of weeks. Then we'll come back. Uh, are, are we tidying up anything next week? Because we made a push forward, at least with Red making an admittance to, I know what Tom found. I can't tell you. It's my secret. This is one secret yeah. I can't I can't break. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. That was really kind of an to... interesting thing. Of It was almost kind of a, I, it's not mine to tell type deal. Um, That's what it felt like he was saying. Like, yeah, it's not for me to say. Uh, but then he said the secret thing. You know, but it, you know, is he keeping a secret for somebody else as opposed to his secret? Uh, and then, you know, Liz kind of reminding us of Tom's, you know, dying wish, as she said, you know, that he she will eventually know who Red is and and why she's important and what the tie in well, is. That's, I don't, well, who's well, what the secret is. I don't know about who Red is. Um, yeah, I, 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 mean, I don't know. Yeah. And I, um, we, again, we've speculated what's in that suitcase i it's not going to be the mom because last he saw her was walking into the ocean and there's and he said it and he hallucinated it so yeah yeah so there's Um, there's she's alive i i don't think she's dead uh yeah so i'm not sure um who, who that is other than you know what we've talked about that being the real liz even though she's got memories, is she a twin? What's well? We yeah. didn't get the. They're not a child's bones. Um, if they were a child's bones, that would have been brought up. You know, Nick or Tom or somebody would have said these are child's bones. You know, right? This is um, a, somebody very small, but no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, whoever it is, I mean, Kaplan knows who it is, and Dembe knows who it is, and now, so, now Ian Garvey does. Uh, yeah, so it's, so, yeah, is it, I mean, is it JFK? Is it Jimmy Hoffa? 
Right. Um, That's what I mean. Is this something, though, that they're going to drag on all year? You know, we're, what, I don't know, 12, 14 episodes in this season. I mean, we going to drag this on eight, ten more episodes? Seems like a lot of dragging on. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I, I'd like them to tidy it up, but then what's but tidy it up in a way that it kind of is like a pilot into the next storyline. The a Berlin style. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to take us to the next part, and the next yeah. part being. That's I mean it's what Liz- Kaplan did as well. You know, Kaplan tidied up, and then this was the you know Kaplan's final wish was this suitcase. You know, so right. what's the what's the next clue? I mean, we'll get uh, Ian Garvey's importance because other than that, he's just some. I don't know who he is. You're a well-connected badass guy, but we're going to have to have some. We don't know why he's. I mean, we know why he's on the list because he's very resourceful and very, you know, yeah, maniacal. But, but what 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 is red, he? What red is he to red? Red knows he exists. Probably, like we said, oh, it's Ian. I know you, but he doesn't know that he's involved. Right. So, so we'll get the connection between him and Red. Uh, because yeah. that's the thing. I mean, that note that was left today, too, didn't say, you know, you know, we know your secret or we know the truth. You know, love Ian. It, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it, Red still doesn't know. And, you know, they'll do whatever to the server to f- find out more. Yeah. And, I don't know. And and we could also just get some episode next week that's a throwaway that does nothing, I, which I hope not given that we're going to go away for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I, my hope and expectation is that they will give us a really good cliffhanger um, right. and make us wait four weeks. Um, right, we'll have a nice blacklister. It's probably a throwaway blacklister, but we'll have some story in the background that Red's doing something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it takes it to the cliffhanger. So, yep. all right. Excellent. Anything else on this one? Um, yeah, I got, a, I got a couple of things here. Uh, let's see here. What about Damascus? Have we heard that before? So yeah, Damascus is what they're calling Damascus Steel because that was the knife. That's what they're calling Ian Garvey. Gotcha. That's his code, quote unquote code name. Gotcha. Okay. I, I um, could... Because they don't have anything else to call him, so he was the guy with the Damascus Steel knife. So they just call him Damascus. Very good. I couldn't remember that. I completely flaked on that. So yeah, no, that's that's all that got good, on. Good. That. Okay. Um, a airport security would have been able to figure out who that girl was, yeah. uh, Claire. Um. Yeah, so, you I mean, wouldn't it's... need facial recognition off of a security camera, which is the tech that always drives me crazy in this thing. They're they're secure. Well, she'd been through airport security. <laughs> right. They knew kind of when she'd been on an airplane. Um, you know, um, she was a person of color. That uh, that's going to help narrow it down. Honestly, I mean, it's you're you start getting a lot of this stuff down. Okay, who came in on a flight in and out? Although the weird thing was, is if she had just she was inbound. Right. Well, no, she was she was picking up her boyfriend. That's what it was. That's why she was there. Never mind. Right, because that was her house there. Yeah. Yeah, she she said she was picking up her boyfriend, so that's why she was there. I'm like, why would she be in a bar if she was inbound? But and no, thought, she was waiting. And I thought that was weird, too. When when wrestlers interviewing the the bartender. Is <laughs> like, card? No, she paid cash. Yeah, um, and it's like, describe her. Uh, female, mid-20s. Yeah, but African-American is helpful. You yeah. know, because you just if you say female mid twenties, I just found it odd that the writers chose not to say that. Like they're they're skittish about saying that and and making that identity. It's okay to say that. You, you, that's actually it's, when when an FBI agent's asking, 
you know, skin color is important or ethnicity is yeah. important. Uh, if it was, you know, an Asian American or anything like that, just so yeah. I, th- I found it weird that, you know, it didn't, you know, unless it was just assumed that it, he was told, but weird that they didn't put that in there. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Um, anything else? Oh, uh, let's see here. The uh, stuff I can't read. Um, priest has issues. So I've never. So this was a a Catholic sect, uh, yeah, which are, there are a was... number of. I've never heard of a, of one called a temple. Right. Yeah. It was a very. It was like. Uh... Yeah, temple was a weird choice, and that they. Uh... Where is Cromwell, Virginia? They said it was just outside Arlington, right? In Cromwell? Yeah, I don't know it. Uh, I don't know it. Was, uh, but yeah, yeah they were weird. very... They they made the comment about how they're very fringe. Which is fine. There was kind of a Opus Dei type thing, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, which is fine, but, the, you know, still the temple. Um, they didn't say anything about why they were fringe. Um, just that they were. That's whatever. Uh, let's see. Jedi mind trick. Uh, Fagan has a bigger role. Rack weighs a thousand pounds. We're good. Uh, crime pays. Uh, so I, I was a little surprised that they went to the effort to show the priest's scars without making any real explanation. I mean, you kind of get, oh, you know, he plays with fire or he's burned, but uh, yeah, and there, it, there's there's something a little missing. Now the stuff that he poured on himself first, that he was soaking his clothes in, that's to protect him from the flames. I assume. I, I assume what he was doing there is because he likes to sit there and watch. So he had to wear some sort of like flame retardant, I, uh, something I, like that, and then. But because otherwise I, he would have just lit himself on fire. But no, when he lit himself on fire, he had to pour what was in that. From from a religious standpoint, I actually got a little more baptism type holy water. Well, it I was feel from it was it. gooey. I mean, it was it was you know. While back... he while she was in the chair, yeah, when he or was... when he was in the in the alley, in 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 the chair when he was soaking no, his clothes was... and putting was... them on. I got more of a like a like a baptism type. Oh, okay, feel interesting. That. I thought it was a, a, still a little slimy looking. Uh, it, it, you know what? He could have been baptizing himself in that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, it looked like he poured it on himself earlier in the. Uh episode as well we saw it look like he was almost drinking it or he actually did drink it it was it was a weird scene so all right uh let's see um and if i'm not mistaken technically that is a pentacle not a pentagram um is it i thought pentagram was the right so because it was in a circle right no oh okay my bad then if it's in a circle it's a pentacle is that right? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's just so because down. there's there's the whole. Uh, I'm 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 not a Satanist. I happen to know a little bit about it. There's the <laughs> there's the the two the two sides of Satanism. There's television Satanism, which right. is kind of what they were doing on this one about evil, evil, evil. And then there's true Satanism, which is really just earthbound magic. Um, right. You know, whatever you want. To, and, and we don't need to get into that. But um, you know, it's a there's there's kind of what everybody knows, and there's kind of what a, a, a Satanist, if you meet one, will actually tell you about themselves. Yeah. Um, so 
and I was like, oh wow, they're really going with the Hollywood Satanist on this one. Uh, oh, clearly, so, yeah. This and I'm not justifying. Don't don't anybody read into that. I was just, you know, I I do just some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, they can email. They can email us in, in all the questions yeah. they have for you. So uh... <laughs> we are the Black Candle list this week. Yeah, go ahead and email us if you got anything. Uh, blacklist at podcasterbia You can go on Facebook or Twitter at uh, podcasterbia. The Twitter and uh, Apple Podcast reviews. Those are always appreciated. Uh, hey, it. hey, tell them about our other show. Oh yeah, we have another show. Uh, check out. Um, show uh we're doing with a uh, friend of the show sam uh where we're doing uh reviewing the movie scott pilgrim versus the world one minute at a time so we're just each episode podcast is about one minute of that film and we're doing it in order as of right now we're about 45 minutes or so through so yeah check it, it out our, our podcasts well. aren't one minute that we just do we review one minute at a time correct this sounds i, I want to spend a minute on this this sounds like the most bizarre type of podcast, but we have, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of that movie anyway. Mm-hmm. And Brian, you were, you were kind of a fan. You've turned into kind of a big fan of this movie, watching and analyzing it one minute at a time. You're, we're really, really enjoying it. We're catching all kinds of stuff. We never caught. Yeah. Before. It's, it's a real neat uh, um, way to watch a movie is, uh, you know, just analyzing everything you see and really nitpicking it. Kind of like what we do here with just an episode, yeah. uh, but taking you know a movie and really breaking it down. So check us out there. Go to um, scottversminute.com, and uh, you can subscribe to the show there. So yep. that'll be great. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. I'm Brian. He's Dave, and we'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. <laughs>